0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Hello,
2: happy Friday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. Yeah, Friday, I mean, the week's gone pretty quick, hasn't it? I mean, I know we're all in lockdown, I know that, but uh, I think it's gone quite quick, hasn't it? Um, it's a big weekend, I'll say this now and I'll say it at the end, it's a big weekend, it's a bank holiday weekend. Please don't go out, please don't go out, unless you absolutely have to go out, please just stay home. I know it's going to be sunny. I know it's a bank holiday weekend. I know in any other time we'd all go out, we'd all have fun. But just remember you're putting a strain on the NHS. So just stay indoors. Just just do it. I mean, it's. I'm not going to go on about it. I know most of you are doing it and most of you are good people. But just think twice before you open up your front door and go, oh, I don't care, I'm going out. Anyway, I'll annoy you with more of that later on. Let's start this wonderful podcast with big Sam Allardyce. He's defending footballers against Matt Hancock's comments. He, of course, is the health minister. He was saying they are always willing to help out. This was on The Breakfast Show with bigger Alan Brazil.
3: I still don't know why the, the Secretary of Health decided to have a go at football. It's football. Yeah. It's beyond me why they do it again and again. Football gives the greatest amount of money to. The tax and the inland revenue scheme in this country to give hundreds and hundreds of millions and millions of pounds, and he decides to jump on football to criticise them for for what they're doing and what they should be doing. Now I don't hear him going on about the bankers or the or the hedge funders or the billionaires that are in London or the people, all all the companies that avoid tax in this country but make lots of money here. Yeah. Let's see if he let's see if he says something about them now because players together have come together and decided to donate and I have to make it clear because I spoke to a few people yesterday before I came on here that this had nothing to do with Matt, Matt Hancock and the Sports Minister. They were doing this anyway and, and unfortunately for them they've been criticised and now they're, they're trying to probably take credit saying well we kicked them into shape on donating. They didn't, they were going to do this anyway as all players would and always have done in my, my time over many many years.
2: Time now to check in with the Drive Time boys, Adrian Durham and Darren Goff. The Wolf skipper, Conor Cody, was talking about Jordan Henderson, saying he was being brilliant in starting the Players Together initiative.
4: It's life. It's what we're in at the minute. It's a horrible situation. What we're in. I'm sure everybody wants to come out of it safe and sound at the end of it, and we, we understand a lot of people can't. So it's important we we try and give back as much as possible. And that was big with the Wolverhampton one. But in terms of the players together, it was something obviously Jordan Henderson come up with a few weeks ago and he spoke to obviously a lot of players and I've seen people saying it, it could have been done quicker but it's tough, you've got to speak to all the players in the Premier League or the 19 captains to then go and speak to their clubs and come back and, and different things but I think the initiative he's done is is fantastic he, he spoke to us a lot about it in terms of what he wants to do and bring everybody together and I think it goes to show the the coming together everybody because it, it, it's a massive thing and something we're all willing to be a part of.
5: So how did that come together then, uh, Connor? Did you just get a WhatsApp message or something from Jordan?
4: Yeah, I just got a phone call in terms of what he wanted to do. He explained how he wanted to go about it and what he wanted to do. And straight away, I thought it was fantastic. So I told him I'd put it to our players in terms of what he wanted to do and where we are. And he explained to him what we were doing with obviously Wolverhampton as well. And he said, that's no problem. So we, we managed to sort something and it was brilliant because the lad straight away jumped on it and said, yeah, we're more than happy to help. It's... It's something that there's bigger things in the world at the minute than football. And we just hope that everybody can can come through this period. And we understand people can't. And that's the worst thing about it. And we just want people to come together as quick as possible, whether that's with the the players together one or obviously in Wolverhampton as well, which is big for us.
2: Now, not one for the faint-hearted coming your way. In fact, uh, if you are of a nervous disposition, maybe just fast-forward this a minute or however long it lasts. It's Alan Brazil on The Breakfast Show on Naked Neighbours. With Alan McCoy. So I don't know where this is going to go, but it's got Alan Brazil on the word naked in the title, so...
0: I went
6: for a walk yesterday, I swear. Hi. You know, I know you're in the middle of nowhere, but, you know, doing the we with no gear on, give us a break. We don't need any of no that, way. do we? Oh, you yeah. are winding me up. I'm not, M- I'm not. Male or female? Uh, it was a bloke. Yeah, and I'm not saying where, because it uh, would be very but embarrassed. H- I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, <laughs> in case he's listening.
3: <laughs> By the way, oh, i you know,
6: I'm like, oh, for God's sake, glad glad it, the grandchildren it, went about <laughs> I'm going to say to you, he'd need to be extra careful with those garden shears with oh, <laughs> him. There he was, whistling away, you know, pulling the weeds off, what a sight.
5: Oh, you're joking me. <laughs>
6: I'm like, dear, oh, dear. So I, I, think, it's,
2: I think it's down to for some paneling. I, I think I've got to put a fence up. So there you go, that was Alan. What about me? Yeah, uh, just give me a minute. I haven't even got to the... Ne- Where's well, the about time. <laughs> that doesn't even sound like Zaggers. It's just me shouting off mic. My- anyway, Mark Zaggers is in conversation with Steve McLaren on this Sunday's edition of My Sporting Life. Being the England manager, working in Holland, and managing Middlesbrough are all discussed. And McLaren also spent time at Old Trafford as coach under Sir
0: Alex Ferguson. I went in the first day and I said, Gaffer, what do you want me to coach? What do you want me to do? You know what? He says, what do I want you to do? He says, what did you do at Derby? And before I could get a word out, he said, that's why you're here. Whatever you did at Derby, go out there and do with this team. Give me a clean sheet of paper every day, and and they were the last words he spoke to me about what well, well, I should do. well He didn't even tell me then. He just said, "Just go, coach," mm. you know. And it was never a, never a well done. Never. He just. But I thought if I'm if I'm not doing the job, he'll tell me. Uh, so I must be doing the job because he's uh, leaving me alone. <laughs>
2: More from McLaren this Sunday at 8pm on Talksport as My Sporting Life continues its new series. How about that? A new series of My Sporting Life. Yeah, I've just told you all of that, haven't I? Yeah, just reiterating it, really, aren't I? But anyway, yeah, a new series of My Sporting Life continues um, at the weekend, Sunday at 8. And of course, that's an hour before uh, Andy Goldstein's Trans Express. That's from 9pm on Sunday. Now for the best bits of Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs in what we like to call the best bits from Hawksby and Jacobs.
7: I always agree with Adrian Durham when it comes to uh, Spurs, when he's given us a kicking. But I could not disagree uh, with him last night on the show And he was saying, in terms of PR, Tottenham have stunk the place out in the last uh, couple mm. of weeks. Uh, maybe culminating with the uh, exercise session for a few of the players. I mean, I generally would applaud the idea of uh, Tanguy dombele uh, doing some uh, fitness work with the manager because I'm fully expecting once Tottenham get back to playing to see a picture of him in the programme holding up an old pair of his trousers. That's, <laughs> that's I think that that I think that, that should be the cover of the first game back from Tottenham fans. That'll be, Point of view. That'll give us all, good, that'll give that will give us all. a lift. Yeah, yeah. Do you want a call subject for today? Uh, we yeah, go on. Then, it then, yeah, but we didn't do it. It's Roger Federer hmm. uh, being photographed in a fedora. And I thought, Roger Federer in a fedora. What about Mark Beanie in a beanie? Yeah. The batsman Peter Bowler in a bowler. And then I had Tamo Shanti-Abraham. <laughs> pretty poor, really. <laughs> but uh, if the listeners want to come up with any of those hat-based sportsmen, I'd be happy to hear about that. What, the, the, the spring ball for this was, was it really um, Roger Federer in a fedora? Do put him in a fedora? Yeah, I, I'm Dr. just showing Zeus. you this picture. Okay, why, why did he why did he put that on Roger Fedora? Why did he put it on? Did, do we know why? Know, let's just, get him online. Just, to, one. just, to, just to, yeah. Well, just look, the, he's not the easiest of bookings, but we'll, we'll set the producer to work this afternoon. Make him earn his money. We want to know why Roger Federer was wearing a Fedora. See if we can uh, we can find out today. Time now to check in with
2: Jim White, Natalie, and Glenn Johnson for the first time on this podcast. They had the legendary Liverpool striker. He was one of the best. I think. A lot of people don't actually talk about how great Robbie Fowler was, but he was one of the best natural strikers I've ever seen. Anyway, old Bobby Fowler was talking about the Players Together initiative.
8: I think there's been lots of, um, lots of quotes and, and you know, various people saying you know, horrible stuff about players. Uh, look, at it, it's not only this, this crisis at the minute but there's lots and lots of um you know charities that you know, lots of footballers and lots of clubs are involved with and they don't really put out into the forefront so everyone can give them the praise uh, now this only comes about because obviously we, we we see someone really having a go with them they've had to come out and sort of defend themselves you not know, all clubs and players uh, and look i have no doubt that regardless of what this uhcock was saying I think clubs and players would have been doing stuff anyway. You know, it's not something that you can automatically do, uh, maybe within uh, you know a few hours. So, you know, I know for a fact all certainly all the players at Liverpool were, were talking about doing things. Uh, you know, before you know this, uh, Mister Hancock was uh, you know, talking about what what should be happening. So. Yeah, I just think it's because it's Premier League footballers and because it's footballers in general, I think it's just easy picking and people can have a go. And it, and they just feel as though that's like the, the the easy option, if you like.
2: Now, would you believe it? This is true. There was live sport on Talksport on kickoff yesterday. Well, it can't be. Well, they were, I'm, I'm not lying to you. Well, there's no live. Just wait. Let me finish the link. Phil the Power Taylor took on Raymond Van Barneveld in a game of virtual darts. I mean,. It wasn't really virtual, it was real darts. One was in his living room and the other one was in the other. There's nothing virtual about it, it was real darts. Real darts, it should be called. It was to raise funds for the brilliant NHS staff. And in case you've forgotten what live sport sounds like, well, pin back your luggles and have a listen to this.
0: Bit of pressure.
7: 150. darts at home, but it's still pressure. Barney wants 86. But after nine, just nine, Phil, all he can do is hit another max and it goes to charity. Remember that.
4: round
5: required: require 86.
7: He's relying now on RVB to not
1: take this out. To win it! Bullseye! Raymond Barnawell. He beats Taylor. Seven legs to six.
2: And staying with darts, this is the PDC player Dimitri Vandenberg on TalkSport 2. He's currently living with Peter Snakebite Wright after being unable to get home under lockdown rules. And these are his thoughts on life in isolation with the world champion.
7: So is it like a happy family? Because it sounds like the perfect um, um, reality show, really. <laughs> you know what you and Peter write together. Yeah. Um, wh- what's it like there? And is yeah, you're yeah, yeah, getting on. I guess you, it's the perfect
8: practice partner you could possibly have. Yep. Well, I'm basically living the dream of any darts fan or, or any <laughs> darts player. You're living together with the world champion, and well, fair to say, uh, this man is together with his family. A really nice person it's not only a great dark player but they are really nice people are you
7: Um, are you going to come come out out with like like, i'm enjoying it i imagine you're going to be once you actually walk out we won't recognize you because you'll have this huge mohican
8: (laughs) you know what they were already talking about this yesterday and i'm like well i can imagine you guys doing something with my hair but just to be clear you're not gonna cut it oh oh we are i'm like no chance it's not gonna (laughs) happen Simon Jordan here, you and I both listening to the
1: TalkSport Daily Podcast.
2: Back now to drive time, A very funny drive time it was as well. This is Darren and Goffey debating whether Gladiator is actually a war film. Which of course it's not because there's no war in it, it's just someone fighting, well Gladiator fighting against other gladiators. There's no, what well, I mean you could say Rocky is a war film, there's just people fighting in that. So obviously the answer is no, let's find out what they said.
0: Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance
5: in this life or the next. Yeah, well, controversial. Controversial. Well,
6: I don't know why it's um, controversial. I mean, Russell Crowe plays General Maximus, yes? Mm-hmm. He's in charge of the Roman forces. There's fight scenes in it. What is the problem with this? There's great arena <laughs> battles in it. Yes, that's not the war bit, but the, he is, starts off the film and he's in charge of the Roman
5: forces. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's a, he, he is a gladiator, so therefore it's not technically a war film, it's a gladiator film. It starts
6: it? off with war.
2: <laughs> it's
6: You've ridiculous so how you don't even say
5: don't
2: think,
6: <laughs> But it starts off... He's, the title... His title is called Gladiator, but it starts off. He's in charge of the Roman forces. He's the general. <laughs> he's going to be the next. <laughs> he's going to be the next emperor until oh, his yeah. son gets involved, Commodus, and murders his family. And then that's where the tearjerker comes in for you. This is where you would love it because then he obviously <laughs> goes into a huge, huge depression. He doesn't know where to go with it all, and he ends up. Um, uh, be, being called the Spaniard going and doing all this uh, Gladiator stuff and he gets his revenge in the end spoiler alert but I think <laughs> I, I think everybody everybody must have seen uh, Gladiator anyway everybody must have seen that film it's an absolute <laughs> classic Russell Crowe were brilliant
5: Okay, let me just, uh, put, just put it out there on Twitter. Random question. Does Gladiator qualify as a war film? Uh, Alan says no. JT says yeah. Uh, Ian says no. David, no. Uh, B Major says no. Paul Cameron, yes, the first scene is a war scene. Uh, Dave Jones says political thriller. Paul says no. Uh, and Lois says uh, no as well. So there's more no's than yeses there, mate. But I'm, I'm going to let you I know. have no interest. In my mind, <laughs> it is a war film. It starts off with war. Right, we've that got to crack means on. It's a war film. <laughs> it's a war film. I think it does qualify on the basis of that first scene. And of course, last night it was the last Sports
2: Bar of the week. Andy Goldstein's Monday to Thursday from 10 p.m. Oh, not the last one. What about Friday? No, I don't do Fridays. Why not? Because I do Sunday. I do Sunday from 9. Yeah, but that's a Trans Europe Express. Yeah, but that's still five nights a week. Yeah, but we want you on for seven. No, that's not true, is it? Anyway, this is what happened on the last Sports Bar of the week.
0: Jake wrote a poem for the sports bar, which Jason thought was below par. With those under the weather, Jake should have done much better, and Jason should have just pulled him off.
2: Okay, now start again, and with the added line at the end.
3: Can't wait, this is going to be really good. Really looking forward cool.
0: to Jake wrote a poem for the sports bar, which Jason thought was below par. With those under the weather, Jake should have done much better, and Jason should have just pulled him off. Asking for more lines was too far. Jake's player was a bit bizarre. You two are on the wind up, time for me to hang my mic up and enjoy the rest of the show.
2: No, you're still not getting the ending. It's got the, the last bit's got a rhyme with the word bar now. No, no, because I've 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 shielded myself there, because I've 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 no, say i it. No, no, you still not get you're still He's not working out how to end himself. it. I mean, got to shield... end, it's got to end with a, a rhyme with the word bar now. <laughs> um Why don't you just jump in your
0: car and then Travel
2: yeah. very far. I mean, you've just extended the problem. That's all you've done. <laughs> the
0: problem is, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was on limited time, space, and I, I didn't want to fall down Jake's trap of just ripping off yeah. the nursery rhyme.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, as it, well, as it stinks, you think there's a bit more time for him to come back and yeah. rectify Did, that you or got,
2: not? You've got three yeah. minutes. Hurry up. You've yeah. got, got three minutes. <laughs> to, it's got to rhyme with the word bar. We'll call C- you back in three come minutes, on Joe. Right? Come on, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Welcome back.
8: Hello, lads.
2: Right. Off you go. Yeah. Full poem. Go.
0: Come on! Jake wrote a poem for the sports bar, which Jason thought was below par. With those under the weather, Jake should have done much better, and Jason should have just pulled him off. Asking for more lines was too far. Jake's poem was a bit bizarre. You two are on a wind-up. Time for me to hammer my cup, Boys, you're both superstars. Hey! There you go, that worked.
2: Good work. Finally, you've done it. Although, I do like the way you've used the word bizarre. That was nice. Um, <laughs> But that's it. That's all we've got time for. A reminder you can download previous episodes of this podcast or future ones. Just go to ACAR, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, a quick reminder that Adam Catchell's Fight Night is on on Saturday night from 8pm with Joe Joyce and Joe Calzaghe as guests. Yeah, it's Joe Night on Fight Night. Uh, That's it. That's where this podcast ends. A quick reminder that is, I know, a, um, a bank holiday weekend coming up. And I know usually we all go out and go to the pub and go to the park and we all meet our mates we can't do any of that we cannot do any of that for obvious reasons please don't go out please remember that the nhs are doing an incredible job to keep this country going and with your help and my help they can do their job if you start going out you make it more difficult you're putting lives at risk so please 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 do not go out this weekend i know it's difficult i know a lot of you live in flats I know a lot of you don't have gardens. I know a lot of you aren't as lucky as other people that have big gardens and big houses. I get all, I know all that. I know all that. But all I'm asking for you to do is just stay in this weekend. And of course, stay in after this weekend. But just please, please, please think about the NHS workers that have to go out. Good. I'm glad we've agreed. I will be back on Sunday night at 9pm for the Trans Europe Express. And of course, the Sports Bar returns Monday night at the normal time of 10pm. Thank you for downloading thank you for listening. Keep your distance, wash your hands and be safe, everyone. Be safe.
7: That was a podcast from TalkSport.
1: The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.